you know what hallelujah means in Spanish? Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's the same in Spanish as it is in English because it's Hebrew. <laughs> I was down there in the Assemblies of God Church one time in Mazatlan and they were singing hallelujah in Spanish-speaking church. I was like, man, it's the same exact thing. Man, the Holy Spirit is multilingual. It's the language of the Spirit. It's the language of love with resting tongues of fire on every forehead in the upper room. How do you become a member of the Church of the Firstborn of the upper room? You get born of the water and the Spirit and let the water and the Spirit transfigure your mind so that you realize where you're already at. Because what happens is a lot of times people get born again and then some religious spirit comes over here and puts a yoke of slavery to the law on them and they get drawn away into spiritual Egypt and they become workers and they forget their first love. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Seen that happen to literally millions of Christians in ministry 12 years. And it always breaks my heart because they forget their first love. This one thing I have against you, it is written, Book of Revelation, you have forgotten your first love. I mean, it's the goo goo gaga, first love bliss, where it's like there's no performance, there's no, I need to measure up, you know, there's no suck up, there's no works, there's no law, it's just love. <laughs> Don't you know that love is the fulfillment of the law of Moses? God loves you. So you can love yourself and love others. <laughs> love others as you love yourself. The golden rule. Why is it gold? Because it comes from the city of gold with the streets of gold. God. Jesus Christ. The city of God. Heavenly Jerusalem. Where everyone's name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And they'll be like, do you mean everyone, bro? Even these sodomites out here in the gay pride parade, bro. Even these these Satanists and their Freemason lodges, bro. These warlocks and sorcerers and witches of Babylon, the great four million strong, bro. No. You know, listen to me. But there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who've been called according to the Spirit. Our full-time job is to love. And how do we love? unconditionally. Yeah, we're completely surrounded by sinners. Every time I go on Snapchat, it's like Smutville. I mean, it's like a prostitution house in Nevada, in a casino town. I mean, it's, it's complete and total debauchery. I'm disgusted continuously by the wickedness of sinners around me every day, tormented in my righteousness of God in Christ. And I hate wickedness and I hate sin, but I'm telling you, the only way to deal with the situation is learn how to love unconditionally by letting your body be a cup of the new covenant and just simply overflow. Until we overflow with the new wine, we'll not have a single answer for these people stuck in lust and these people stuck in pride. You know, the white magic of Lucifer and the black magic of Lucifer called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's all witchcraft, 33 degrees of witchcraft. The full spiritual stature of the Antichrist. 
I tell you the truth, there's two trees in the garden, and I have nothing to do with that tree, even though that tree bothers me every single day for 19 years since I've been born again. Always trying to lead me astray in some garbage of white magic and black magic. Oh, here, you know, here's an orgy, you know, and or here's alcohol, or here's, you know, a million dollars. Hey, here's 12 different documentaries that we want you to have from New York and L.A. We love your broadcast. And we like, you know, and people are like, there's your Lamborghini. I'm like, I don't see God on that. I'll say no to your Lamborghini. Seriously, I've said no. 12 times to 12 different offers from documentaries that want to do reality shows. With Joel's Bar and Red Letter Ministries. And we'd be like the Kardashians. But I'm telling you guys, there's a better way. It's called serving the Father more highly than money. And I've done that every day of ministry, 12 years. That's why the Babylonian Christian Christianity that serves money more highly than the Father really does not like us. They say a lot of mean, mean things about us. There's a lot of blogs on the internet about us. They've written us up in many newspapers. There's a lot of bad videos on YouTube, you know, calling us cult and mean, mean names. You know, false prophet, false apostle, false Christ. All these things they accuse us of every single day. And the thing is, and it always hurts, because these are men and women that Jesus died for, and I seriously only love these people. I love my accusers, I love my haters, I love these people that say all these wicked lies about me every day on the internet, you know, in their little clubs, and their little cliques, and their little groups of condemnation and accusation. I literally love them, and many of them were once close friends that have turned and betrayed me. There's dozens of little cells and pockets that could no longer walk with me for whatever excuse that Satan offered them on a silver platter John the Baptist's head. You know, whatever excuse. There's a million different ways Satan can deceive people. And every single time, it hurts. But guess what? You can grow to a place in God the Father's love where none of that stuff can hurt you. It hurts, but it doesn't cling to you. You know, you, you can still keep and retain your joy. You can stay in the high place and not have to come down and entertain those demonic accusations. You don't have to defend yourself when you're with the Father. The Father is our shield and buckler. The Father is our armor of light. We have put on the armor of the Ancient of Days. Ephesians calls it the armor of God. And we've stood up and we fight the good fight of faith. And every accuser is silenced in the heavens and the earth. And our honor and our favor is restored a double portion because every single one of us has a Job testimony. And who is Job te tested and tempted most of all by? His friends and family members with the appearance of good, with a bunch of good ideas that was all hogwash and Satan breathing through his friends and family in the book of Job, it is written. If Job would have ever obeyed the voice of Satan through his friends and family, he would have died in his leprosy. But he knew it was the devil, and he learned to love his family and love his friends, even though they were constantly used of Satan and his angels to destroy his life. And I know everyone has a Job story on the top of Mount Zion. Everyone has a Job testimony of overcoming 
the world. And your friends and family members, they have really good intentions, you know? <laughs> hell is paved with good intentions, they say. <laughs> the path to hell is paved with good intentions. I really was trying to do good. That's the problem. Only God is good. No human being is good. Jesus Christ is our goodness. The Lord is our goodness. Let your goodness pass through us. We have no goodness of our own. We are not good people. <laughs> that does not exist. That is a non-existent fantasy thing of Satan. There's no such thing as a good person. There's a redeemed and saved person who's been possessed with the goodness of God and the Father flows through them like a river of life. The river of life is good. Jesus Christ even said in all of his humility, why do you call me good? What? The Messiah said, don't even call him good. The one you worship is God. Don't even call me good. Only the Father's good. He's trying to teach us how to live a perfect life and stop being religious all the time. <laughs> stop bowing to Satan with the appearance of good, deceiving Eve every single day in American Christianity for 300 years with good works, unauthorized fire. The king doesn't have anything to do with it. You know, it's Christianity that looks good to the eyes, but it didn't come from the throne of God. That's why there's no life in it. And they're a bunch of slaves and orphans instead of sons and daughters of heavenly glory. And the answer is all the same. The Father's love. It removes the orphan spirit. It removes the voodoo-doo-doo of always having to measure up and never being good enough in your carnal mind. Because you have the mind of Christ in your spirit that God fathers. Scripture calls God the Father of spirits. He's not the Father of flesh. Mm -mm. He's the Father of spirits. Guess what? The spirit is greater than the flesh. The spirit is the tree of life, and the flesh is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the Father of spirits has grown the tree of life up through our spirits by great grace, so that the tree of life, like Moses' staff, can consume the two sorcerers' staff of the knowledge of good and evil. And that's what's taking place in the USA. And when Moses' staff, which represents the tree of life, consumes the two sorcerers' staff, of white witchcraft and black witchcraft, which is religion and rebellion, white and black witchcraft. All you're going to have here is glory. All you're going to have is great grace, Acts 4.33, upon everyone in the world. Your only enemy in existence is witchcraft. <laughs> There's no other enemy. There's no other thing here that wars against your souls. Satan is a white witch. How did he tempt Eve? with the appearance of good. And the fruit on the tree was good in appearance. When she ate it, she died in her soul and was limited to the abilities of flesh and blood instead of the abilities of the mind of Christ. Adam and Eve gave up the mind of Christ for the tree of knowledge. Testing the abilities of flesh and blood, which is all sorcery, against the abilities of Christ, which is all righteousness. The two trees in the garden. But guess what? At Pentecost 2,000 years ago, resting tongues of fire restored the mind of Christ to everyone in the upper room. And the upper room represents those who overcome the world. 
those who climb Mount Zion, not by works, but by grace, by drinking Melchizedek's wine, the new covenant. The royal wine of Melchizedek, the Holy Spirit, leads you into all truth. Jesus said, the Spirit of truth will guide you. You know that? Do you know the Spirit of truth? The Holy Ghost. His presence is so strong, you can learn how to obey His presence. And any time His presence wanes, just stop what you're doing and get back in His presence. And through life experience, we learn to go from glory to glory, and we knock off all our religious dead works. We knock off all of our rebellious, you know, stupidity. <laughs> Sexual morality, drugs and alcohol, done with, because it's an inferior pleasure to obeying the presence of God and glowing and glowing and growing in the power of His presence. That is the ecstasy of God, the overwhelming presence of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit through your hearts and minds consumed by great grace. And when your cup overflows with that great grace, which is the new wine of the new covenant, anyone who's thirsty can come and drink the presence of the Almighty right out of your soul. That's the tree of life, because it's life-giving. You know, when your soul is overflowing with the Father's love and that cup overflowing experience of ecstasy, everyone will want to be around you because it makes them feel good. They're getting washed from all their sins. There's no accuser of the brethren there. <laughs> There's no demons there. There's no law there. Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost, there we go, sorry. I got a new iPhone 10 on the way. This one on Facebook is just dying on me. Praise God. Just goes, just like blue screen of death. Holy Ghost. The anointing really short circuits electronics around me every day. I'd be sitting in the men's locker room at the Calhoun Beach Club, and men will come in, and the anointing be so jealous to consume their mind, the television screen in front of me go, ring sideways, like just total blur, because the anointing is electricity stronger than the stars, and God's an all-consuming jealous fire, and he's like, I'm getting your soul, you know, and he's just attacking the sin in the mind, and the men will just be frozen there. I see it almost every day. It happens when I'm driving, too, which is really scary, because people will literally freeze and pull over to the side of the road, or they'll just start swerving if they're manifesting demons, but I mean, like literally every day for many years, the anointing be so strong upon their flesh as my cup overflows upon them, great grace, they just freeze. TVs freeze, men and women freeze, and it's just like the anointing just captivates them. And that's good. That's the beginning of wisdom, the fear of the Lord, where you're totally raptured in a shell shock experience of the messianic anointing of the seven spirits of God. Wouldn't it be something to have a million sons of God walking in that? That's what God the Father is producing here by fathering your spirits. You have the mind of Christ in your spirit. If you're transfigured by the renewing of your mind, Romans 12, 2, you'll experience it constantly through all the flesh and blood realm. And nothing can stop the messianic anointing. There is not a magic spell in existence. 
that can stop. There's not a devil or demon in existence that can stop the Messianic anointing. Is the seven spirits of God the Messianic anointing only for Jesus? Absolutely not. What a travesty. That is for every single Christian to walk in the Messiah's anointing. (laughs) He's the firstborn of many brothers and sisters, it is written. And you have the Messianic anointing already in your spirit. Father of spirits, grow your spirit to full spiritual stature and let it blaze through all your foreheads like the Statue of Liberty that has seven shards of light coming out of her forehead. I know it's a Masonic thing, but I'm telling you, we're redeeming all that nonsense. You know, we're washing all the devils and demons away, and I'm forgiving all the sorcerers of the USA. But that Statue of Liberty is a great symbol of one who has a transfigured mind of Christ. Because the seven spirits of God are seven horns and seven eyes, seven spirits of God coming out of her forehead. That's what it means to be a Christian. That's not advanced Christianity. That's just when you're clean and holy and don't have religion on you, Christianity. If there's religion on your mind, you'll never have the mind of Christ. But the religion-free zone in your forehead is a mind of Christ. I'm telling you, it doesn't need to take 40 more years in the wilderness. You don't have to be beat up by serpents in the wilderness 40 more years to get the mind of Christ. That's all done. That's gone. It's simply like receiving a gift from your Father in Heaven because He loves you. And just let Him raise up your spirit and consume your mind with love. Love that's stronger than the death of witchcraft in your foreheads. And He just washes all those serpents out and you're refreshed by His love. The Galatians 3.3 epidemic of bewitchment is being dealt with forcefully by the mind of Christ and by the new wine upon every mind of every Christian in the USA this season. There's enough new wine to remove all of that bewitchment, the Galatians 3.3, having begun in the divinity, trying to finish in your humanity, bewitchment, having begun in the spirit, trying to work in the flesh realm, maturity, you can't do anything. Apart from me, you can do nothing, Jesus Christ said. You have to keep growing in the divinity. And the people, problem is people get to a place of growth where they say no to God and go off and live a human life with just a tiny amount of God in their life. Those days are over. We're going all in. We're, this is the promised land generation. I know there's a million people in the world that will say yes to God today, right now. And we're going to just let our minds be blowtorched by the line of the tribe of Judah whose seven blazing torches are able to open the seven seals of our souls and transfigure our souls. The seven seals are the seven interior castles of your human souls that are filled with Satan, and now he drives out Satan from your souls, and you're filled with the Messiah. As it's written, be illuminated by the Messiah in your soul. You shall be illuminated, that's in the Amplified, illuminated by the Messiah in your soul. The seven spirits of God, the Messianic anointing, your body is a temple of the menorah of the seven spirits of God, the Holy Ghost. And now you can live the life of Jesus Christ in all of His Zoe life, His divine, immortal life on earth as it is in heaven, today and forevermore, in Jesus Christ's name. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.